a summit. While we may imagine a meeting between the heads of state, a summit may also well describe a gathering of people who care deeply about the same topic. Here at Mission of North America and in the PCA, we care deeply about church health, wanting to see church vitality expressed in raising up new leaders and new churches being planted. Well, this coming January, January 22nd to 24th in Charlotte, North Carolina, there will be a summit held on the campus of Reformed Theological Seminary in Charlotte, where those desiring to see churches, presbyteries, and networks will gather to consider how to develop pipelines to raise up leaders for the coming generation. A church planting summit. Well, that is what we will be talking about today on Growing Together. Hello, and welcome to Growing Together, a podcast where we discuss all things related to church planting and vitality in the Presbyterian Church in America. I'm Chris Vogel, the Church Planting and Vitality Coordinator for Mission to North America. This podcast exists to Cultivate kingdom advancement in the PCA by connecting leaders, increasing awareness of the work being done, and promoting growth through discussions on church planting and vitality. Join us today as we grow together. With me today is Dean Faulkner, who is the director of the Center for Church Planting at RTS Charlotte. After serving as a revitalization pastor, he was called to plant a daughter church in Monroe, North Carolina in 2001. And then in 2016, he planted another church, the South Charlotte Presbyterian Church. Much of his work centers on developing the next generation of church planting pastors at RTS Charlotte's Center for Church Planting. Well, welcome, Dean. Glad to have you with us today. Great to be with you, my friend. Good. Well, you and I are serving with a great team who are planning this this event, the summit in January. Uh, and this is the second such event in recent years. Our first was at uh, Covenant Seminary in October of 22. Now, before we talk about what's coming, let's talk about what happened. Uh, just, you know, tell us uh, what, what were your impressions from that summit and what stood out? Yeah, kind of three things stood out to me uh, about the last summit. First, uh, really, we had most of the key and best known uh, PCA uh, mission leaders at the summit last year. And, uh, you know, you had guys from presbyteries and networks, church planning champions of all forms. And and uh, it was clear there was a lot of expertise and a lot of experience in the room. Hmm. So that was kind of fun to be a part of that. Uh, another thing stood out to me, and um, that was the kind of the summit setting. I love that we didn't have really a platform speaker of any form, and mm -hmm. uh, we just kind of had little folks get up, talk a little bit about how we can think about something, and then we all talked together and helped think out loud with each other what it would look like to grow in our church planning mission. And that brings me to the third thing that stood out to me, which was, and this was frankly the biggest surprise, um, was the energy, the kind of Holy Spirit energy that was there uh, around getting back into the church planning business and the PCA. Now, mm -hmm. be clear, I'm not saying we've ever left the business. We've had it for years, some great seasons of planting, but as all of us know, these last years have been a bit of a struggle around planting yeah. and uh, the energy in the room around, yeah, we want to really refocus ourselves on this was, was really fun to be a part of. I didn't 
expect that, but it was truly there. So that was, that was really encouraging. Oh, that's great. So looking at this summit, as we're talking about, what, what would you say would be some of the, the distinctives here, you know, perhaps building off the previous one, but, but what mm-hmm. else would, would, would we want to be able to expect? Yeah, we've kind of got uh, two, maybe really three uh, things, and I'm going to be a preacher for a second here, Uh-oh. Chris. So All three right, C's, got some three C's for everybody. Uh, alliterated. Yeah, that's right, man. Uh, the first one is collaboration. Uh, really um, trying to figure out ways to work together and to advance our mission. And um, I think that's something there's a kind of deep longing for mm-hmm. us to connect and maybe even in the years of mission we've been doing in a post-Christian environment and it's just building momentum, yeah. we're all running into the sense like, yeah, I, don't, I haven't got this figured out. I need some help to think through this. And so mm-hmm. the collaboration piece is really crucial to what we'll be doing. Uh, the second would be the, the cross-pollinization. It's amazing when you get with other leaders, how they'll start talking and you're going, hey, I've been wondering about that. Yeah. And there is somebody talking about the very thing that I've been wondering about for a while, or we've been talking about, and we just don't have any easy answers. So mm-hmm. the talking, the communication, the idea sharing would be is really crucial. But the last piece I would highlight, the other third C would be the community. Mm-hmm. And here's why this matters is uh, I, I think when we get into mission, not only as church planners very often, but even as church planning leaders in presbyteries, networks and a host of environments we feel alone yeah. like you know there's a sense of I, I i we're supposed to do this for jesus but we don't know what we're doing half the time or or we just feel like nobody else is with us in this the mm-hmm. beauty of a summit like this is you realize hey man i'm not in this alone and actually we can work together in indirect direct ways whatever it looks like That'll help help us know that we're in community as a not just as a church or Presbyterian network, but even as a denomination. Yeah. So that yeah, all all those combined are so important because if we're talking about bringing together those who are thought and action leaders, movement leaders in the PCA, as mm-hmm. with any leader, uh, you know, we picture ourselves out out in front and wondering who's behind us, but we yes. often forget there are people we're working with shoulder to shoulder. And if we don't have that, uh, we will not succeed as well. And, and having that, and, and that I love that the distinction there between cross pollination collaboration, there's sharing ideas and there's working together mm-hmm. and it's not an either, or it can be a little bit of both, mm-hmm. but having that, those opportunities are, are so important. No, mm-hmm. that's, that's helpful. But, you know, so as we're coming together for those reasons of cross-pollination, of collaboration, for community, um, the goal here, we've been talking a lot about our, our pipelines. Um, yeah. It's kind of a term, a phrase we've, we've been using a lot. What, what do we mean by developing pipelines? Yes, yeah, so it is a little bit of a, I don't know, M&A speak these days. It's <laughs> a little bit of a really church planning world speak and pipelines are are intended to be uh, the context, uh, the process of developing current and future planters and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, being intentional about moving them from one part to another uh, in their growth towards church planting. And um, what we've kind of been picking, cherry picking, if I can use that language mm-hmm. for years as, as a denomination, 
And while there has been intentionality in some networks and presbyteries and churches, I mean, there's some guys are really doing this thing to do it as a whole, you know, to really rally together as a whole uh, uh, is going to be necessary to make a bigger impact. Of course, the pipelines uh, are all about discipleship and Mm -hmm. our intentionality of discipling the next generation of planters. And if we're going to go forward with the whole business of, of planting a thousand churches in the next 10 years, as we've been talking about doing in the M&A realm, we're going to absolutely have to be really intentional about finding guys, uh, thinking ahead, like on the order of five, maybe 10 years of development so that they can get out in the field. And so helping um, churches, presbyteries, and networks to think about creating pipelines if they mm-hmm don't have them or um, improving and developing their uh, pipelines if they already have them will just be an, a crucial piece of this because that's our gate. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I tell this to my students, I tell it to leaders and presbyteries. And when I speak, uh, I say the number one issue for us historically in planning church in the PCA is not money. It's mm-hmm. not locations. Right. And we even got churches who are like, hey, man, we'll plant. We're ready to go. Yeah. The issue is we can't find church planters. We don't have nearly enough to follow up on the opportunity in the mission field and even the the the, the need that churches are presenting to us. Exactly. Yeah. I, uh, one of our meetings, I, I think it was one of, of your your uh, students there at, at the center mm-hmm. when we were talking about pipelines uh, had a, a kind of quick create a great a more organic picture because pipeline can seem singular you know there yeah. is a singular pipeline yeah he said i picture more of a tree and yeah. you think of the roots under the ground are are those pipelines are the you know bringing in all the various things but then it comes through that common trunk and i always say think of that as our our confessional and, and biblical unity that we have in the pca so we're bringing in those from diverse backgrounds through this this system but then you have it branching out all those limbs all the various expressions of what we mean by church planting and so often the the case is people think oh you know MA has a single way of planting a church it's this uh, you know what's well you did two you know mother daughters that's a great way to plant but there are other ways that's right to plant as well and and so that's that's that picture of seeing churches thinking creatively within our context uh to see how to do it and that picture of a tree the the roots under the ground the singular trunk the branching out is mm-hmm. what really what we would like to to see happen yeah i love how you're it's almost mixed metaphors there yeah. you know, pipeline and tree in the trunk of the tree that's exactly right, right. i mean there's this element of the holy spirit doing some stuff and uh we've got to be sensitive to that but there is the intentionality of discipleship too and that's the the art of this whole thing that we'll be talking about at the summit is how to integrate these. And I think we're just really beginning to figure this out if mm-hmm. or really beginning to think about it more intentionally, which is great. Exactly. And to have everybody together uh, sharing ideas and saying, Hey, this has worked for us, or this hasn't worked, or let's talk through these things is a crucial piece of kind of figured out how each group is going to work on their own pipeline as time goes on. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, so then who, who should come? What, who's this designed for? 
Uh, yeah, this 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 is definitely designed for. It's well. Let me say it was not designed for necessarily. It's mm -hmm. not designed for church planners. We're going to do some church planning stuff for church planners at yes. other venues, uh, but it is for uh, lo local church or uh, churches that really want to be intentional about church planning, mm -hmm. uh, or those who want to grow in their church planning efforts, as well as um, the presbyteries that want to do the same. Mm -hmm. And so M and chairs uh uh and key leaders and the presbytery who, who really are champions for church planning should come to this and then finally network leaders we've got networks mm -hmm. that are tying presbyteries together uh, or a whole host of people around the nation we want those network leaders to come so they too can speak into their own experiences with this thing and i, I might even highlight uh lest we um kind of miss something that it'd be great if some of these leaders would bring uh team members with them like yeah. from their own presbytery from their church from their network so that they too are not alone um i was just thinking of, as i was thinking about getting ready for this i thought you know ken blanchard had uh, had a great saying that none of us is as smart as all of us mm-hmm and um i feel like this is an environment where that just kind of comes to the fore uh, when you, and when you bring someone along with you, that'll help kind of build further momentum uh, when you go back and start yeah. to explore, discuss, implement new ideas. Right. So that's that's kind of our hope yeah. uh, as, as uh, people come. Yeah, it, it really helps if, you know, if you come as a just an individual and you hear some great ideas, you go back to your M&A committee, your presbytery and say, here's an idea. They'll think, wow, what what have you been <laughs> you know, that's imbibing, <laughs> but you can have, no, he, that's what we really talked about. When you have a team coming back, it, it brings that energy. And when we're talking teams and talking leaders, we're talking, you know, across the board. Uh, mm -hmm. the last time I checked our churches or half of them are, are women, uh, you know, mm -hmm. that make up our churches. And when we're talking yep. about church planting, we certainly have those who, uh, we understand are ordained as the church planter, but no church planter ever planted alone and no church planting movement was ever a singular person. And so we, we'd love to see, you know, uh, men and women across the board, but uh, all those voices being brought to the table. Yeah. I love that. The, the women who, I mean, in our complementarian structure can participate and even speak at a moment like this to help us think through how do we mobilize women better in the pipelines. Mm -hmm. uh, and likewise, uh, uh, our diverse minority uh, groups within our uh, denomination mm -hmm. would be great to have representatives from there uh, so that they too can speak yeah. into this context. Again, none of us is as smart as all of us. And to have these right. different points of view highlighting it, it just, I, I have to say last year was just a blessing in that way for me. Mm -hmm. I just like had light bulbs going off all the time. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. Having, you know, so, you know, when we talk of churches, presbyteries and networks, you know, those are, can, can encompass so much. And so when we talk about networks. That's all of our, of our ethnic mi minority networks that have a, a national presence mm -hmm. and kind of mm -hmm. overarch in our, our presbyteries and help provide our presbyteries with the resources they need mm -hmm. to reach the very uh, diverse and expanding cultural context in which, which they're serving. So, I mean, the gist of what you're saying is, um, is exactly what we intend is we want 
the PCA to be represented. How's mm-hmm. that? You know, yeah, and yeah. various and sundry uh, ethnicities, minorities, um, and even a, a gender. I mean, we want the PCA to be really represented speaking because we're we're really wrestling with a lot of big things right now. Exactly. And I feel like this is something we want to nail the best we can in our different contexts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because it's the number one issue in planting churches. I mean, it really yeah. is. So um, I love that we're talking about this as a yeah. major emphasis uh, for the summer. Well, that's great. So summit it's January 22nd to 24th um, starting the uh, late afternoon, the 22nd going up through lunch on the 24th. It's going to be at RTS Charlotte. The cost is $199 per person, but here's the deal. If you bring a team, it's $500 for uh, three or more. So if you bring five people, it's going to be $500. You bring 10 people on your team, it's $500. We want teams there. So be sure to sign up. Uh, Again, $199 for an individual, $500 for a team. That's also an early bird uh, on the 199 starting in December. It will go up to 250. So register now, sign up, and we would love to see you there. All right. Well, Dean, thank you so much for uh, for your time and for for your leadership in this. You'll be you'll be hosting it and uh, be be there on 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 your turf. And so we're we're all excited to see what what the Lord will do. Well, thank we, you, brother. It was yeah. great. We really look forward to having everybody. And we are we want as many coming as possible because none of us is as smart as all of us. Right. We're, we, we, we have space for 200. There you so go. Let's, let's, let's blow the place out and see what, what we can do. Uh, because, uh, again, we, we need each and every one there to be able so we can together work much, much better because, and again, that's what we've been talking about is talking about growing together. Thank you. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Growing Together. We hope you found the discussion informative and engaging. If you want to stay up to date on all things related to church planting and vitality in the PCA, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We'd also love to hear your thoughts, so please leave us a rating and review. Help us spread the word by recommending the podcast to other brothers and sisters in the PCA. To stay in the loop and receive updates, visit PCAMNA.org slash growing dash together and join our email list. And don't forget to follow us at Mission to North America on Facebook, at PCAMNA on Twitter, and at MNAPCA on Instagram for even more content. Thanks for being a part of the Growing Together community. We'll see you in the next episode.